and welcome to Mindful Thinkers. My name is Thomas, and today I'll be joined with Kristen Morris. Hi, Thomas. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. It's so fun for me. Yeah, I'm excited. So, Kristen, um, for the listeners, um, introduce yourself. What do you do? What are okay? Um, well, I am. I'm a mom, probably. Maybe that's my first job is being a mom. <laughs> I think actually my first job is just being being my own best friend. I think that's probably my first job. And then I'm a mom and I have five kids and they're getting older. And when they started to get older is when I started to get more focused on what are my needs? What are, you know, I had five babies right. and I knew I couldn't handle anymore and I thought, I had an opportunity to be like, what, what do I want to do? What do I, what do I want to do? I have more time. So, so that's eventually I got into, well, first I started getting into creative writing my own songs and then singing, getting my singing voice better, which was, sounds really different than, you know, now being an energy worker, being Reiki master, but it really helped me find my own voice hear my own heart, tune in to like the divine in all of the many forms the divine shows up in. So as I was listening for song lyrics and listening for melodies, I was tuning into my own spirit and heart and I was tuning into uh, God in its many forms, you know, whether it be my grandma or whether it be nature spirits or Mm -hmm. whatever it may be like, and I didn't realize that at the time, but that, that was a huge, that was a big deal. So I did, I did like singing and songwriting and performing for a few years. And um, because of some physical health problems, um, spiritual struggles, mental struggles, physical, everything, um, I started going down the holistic health route instead of, I mean, I love Western medicine. I love all kinds of medicine, mm-hmm. but I had seen... Like I would talk to my Western medicine doctor, like these are the symptoms I'm having, this is the problem, I really think, you know, this is the cause. And it was like she wouldn't really hear me and she wouldn't, she had no other options besides here's an antibiotic or here's this prescription. Yes, where I'm like, dang man, you are not hearing me. And I do not want to get in this chain of like all these prescriptions, right? all these side effects surgeries. I, I don't want to do that. I've got to find another way. And and in my heart, I knew a lot of my health stuff had an emotional root, even though like my parents were like, they were open-minded enough and kind of holistic thinkers enough to like kind of teach me that, that like a lot of your health issues can really have an emotional root. So then I started down more mm-hmm. of the holistic health route. And then I started going to different energy workers and yeah, and then I got into it myself. That's awesome. Because I loved it. Yeah, it's super interesting to just kind of, you know, understand the concepts, you know, because, and as you were saying before, kind of just like understanding you mm-hmm. and your inner, inner voice, you yeah. know, that plays a yeah. huge, huge role in a kind of understanding your own awakening in your own development you know so it's it's super cool that you even mentioned you know like the different types of things or 
the different routes you were trying to see before you got into this yeah practice you know when it's it's a huge part of getting better in a sense or kind of just regaining all that power and it's just mainly not only by medicine and antibiotics mm-hmm. or even therapy or surgery and stuff yeah. like that yeah. but I mean our mentality and our emotions play a huge part in kind of just saying you know what every day I'm gonna I'm going to be better, you know, yeah. like I'm going to feel better or, yeah. and with that, there's so many things that we could do, you know, like, um, Reiki or crystals or just kind of like essential oils really help, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like getting us that better ambient and I'll feel better. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many solutions and I think that's what I've really learned is there's so many solutions and I have way more power than I think Mm -hmm. and it can be a journey that is like fun and interesting and give me relief and give and and help me make connection with really cool people like my health problems can actually take me on a journey that is like so cool yeah I can meet really amazing people and have really cool experiences instead of sitting in a doctor's office and not writing really, you up a thing. Yes, and not and him him or her not really listening to me and 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 then slapping some kind of scary label on me like, well, you have osteoarthritis and it's only gonna get worse and mm-hmm. it's here is some celebrex and it's gonna kind of rip up your stomach, but so eat it with food and good luck. <laughs> you know, yeah. where I'm like, okay, and I don't want to rip anybody who needs to take medication I've definitely it's not like I'm like just out foraging for roots in the backyard yeah. <laughs> I have a headache. but just like kind of these kind of um doomsday lifelong sentences that doctors it seems like we're always looking for an illness instead of looking for maybe a root cause or some preventative or some helpful things they're always looking for a label and an illness and a drug mm-hmm. and I know not all doctors are that way but just it that is what pushed me to go more within and to really ask my myself you know like I can think of um there was like several months that that my feet were hurting like it was it was so strange like I would I would wear very comfortable supportive shoes that I would get at a, at a good quality shoe store I would make sure I didn't stand on my feet all day but when I would get in bed at night the bottoms of my feet almost felt like there was just electricity I couldn't have anything touch them they were just painful and it made it really hard to fall asleep and I would I mean they looked fine they were functioning Mm -hmm. fine through the day but when I would get in bed at night they would just be electrified and I'm like what and finally one night my husband is out of town um so that was helpful because then I could just go into full weirdo mode. <laughs> I'm like, like, look at my feet. And this is before I got into energy work. But instinctively, I've kind of known these things, I guess. So I, I looked at my feet. I held them in my hands. And I'm like, feet, I love you. I buy you the nicest shoes. I take naps. I, get, I put you up on a chair. I love you. I respect you. I want to help you. Why are you hurting? Why are you having these weird electric sensations yeah and and i knew like if i went to a doctor like oh geez they're gonna they're gonna be like tests and and nerve damage or they'll be like well you're crazy you know so i i didn't there was that wasn't even a thought to go Mm -hmm. to a doctor so i just spoke to my feet instead yeah and 
So I just said, just tell me how I can help you. I love you. What do you want from me? And then I fell asleep. And I knew, like, you know, like the concept of prayer, like putting it out there, asking for what you want. Like, I, I, from my life's experience, that has been a reality for me, that that's right. effective. And so I slept, and I had this dream. And in the dream, I'm walking on this path, and I am... Like, here's this path that is representing motherhood. And here was this path representing music. And because this is when I was starting to get into music and performing and stuff and going and recording and leaving my kids to go record and stuff. And in the dream, I really realized how scared I was that this music path was going to take me away from motherhood and that I was a bad mom. So it showed me my feet were like so scared. They were so scared that this path of music that was so, so wonderful to me was going to make me a bad mom, which I think most moms have a core fear that they're a bad mm-hmm. mom. And, and I woke up in the middle of the night and thank goodness, like, and I took my phone and I just hit the voice memos and recorded the dream and recorded what I felt like the meaning was. And then I was able to talk to myself. And be like, and listen to, to the divine voice as well, reassure me that motherhood and music were the same path. Motherhood was the pressure cooker that caused the music to be born out of mm. me. Motherhood was the thing that made me crazy and made me my heart so full mm-hmm. that I needed a creative outlet. This was the same path, and it was going to give me joy, and it was going to be good for my kids to see me doing something from my heart and not just standing and doing dishes. I love doing dishes, but yeah. just not just cooking and cleaning and, and yelling at them for not doing their chores. Mm-hmm. So I really was able to listen to that divine, divine voice within me say, Kristen, motherhood and music are the same path. And, and God would never pull you down a path that would take you away from your kids and you would never want to go down a path that would hurt your kids. Right. So I was able to kind of be my own best friend and hear that divine loving voice reassurance and my feet never hurt me ever again. Wow. I've never had that weird electric pain ever since. It was gone that quick. So it was like it just really has helped me realize that that there's within us are our own answers. Yes. And there's ways to divine those out of us. Mm-hmm. And so for me, one of those languages is dreams. Yeah, it's awesome how it all works, you know, and just kind of the whole idea, you know. I mean, it's undescribable, you know, how dreams are created and how how perfectly laid out it is and matched up to what we're facing or what we need, you know. Yeah, it is. It's, It's kind of crazy to think about. It's cool. We we're just we're so much more than we think we are, and we. Are so we're completely connected to source, to divine love, to God, whatever you want to call it. There's no separation there. There's there's an illusion of separation because this is an opportunity to this is a school. It, from my feelings, this is school, and there's we have this opportunity to be. Here's here's Thomas, mm-hmm. and this is his avatar that he's traveling around in right now. And here you are. You're so cute and beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and, and here I am. And I'm right now. I'm a woman. And I'm beautiful. A mom. <laughs> Thank you. But it's like we we within us is that same divine spark. Uh huh. Just in a different costume that is teaching us different things. You know, you're you're learning something completely different than I'm learning, and some of it the same. But you know what I mean? Like it's it's we each have our own divine yeah. perspective. And I mean, I think now especially now 
that's when we need to understand that, you know, mm-hmm. that we all, we're all connected. Mm-hmm. We all have the same energy. And mm-hmm. I feel some people and other people, you know, some people just have the gutter clean and flowing, you know, mm-hmm. and the other the people just kind of have it filled with gunk and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just kind of affecting, you know, the way they act, what they do, what they say, you yeah. know, and it just kind of overall um, shifts their the way that they act with others, yeah. you know, and I think now it's perfect time for us to declutter the it is. gutter. <laughs> declutter the gutter and quiet the incessant chatter in our minds Yes, because we are not our thoughts like our brain has a job to do and it's like to be the narrator and be the critic mm-hmm. and whatever it's like this part of this human ego awesome human experience we get to have yeah. but that that that's not who we are and so if we can quiet the mind through meditation through exercise through however we can to quiet the mind then we can connect with that that divine presence that I am that stillness that Mm -hmm. wisdom that's in every single one of us the divine name I am the divine name I am I am that I am I am that I am like we are all we're all connected we're all one yeah and it's so I mean I love just thinking about you know how you and I are connected you Mm -hmm. know and it's just you know or there's certain types of people you know that am I really connected to that person? You know, I mean, based on our past, there's no way that we can be connected, you know, but I mean, we just need to let each other see each other's wounds, Mm -hmm. listen to each other, kind of see what they've been through, see their potential, you know, and that can just result in so many awesome things. It really, really can. And I feel like in my Reiki practice, like when clients come to me, I feel like it that is how I've built it. That's how it is built. As far as I, I, I see their higher selves and I, when they lay on my table and we go, we meditate together and I'm, I'm just listening. I'm just listening and tuning into the love that's around them, the intelligence in their cells, the, their loving guides and, and their spirit is really directing the show. And I'm doing my best to just tune in to what I'm able to tune into and then translate it through my filter. But what I see is their their best selves. I see their best intentions, and I see, and it's like when you when you see people that way and you describe it to them, they're able to level up. They're able to kind mm-hmm. of match that higher frequency and remember, like, oh yeah, that is who I am, and oh yeah, I've been my own worst critic, and I've got this narrative in my head that's really I'm tearing myself down. Well, of course I'm gonna have like headaches or stomach issues or of course I'm I'm going to feel depressed and not feel like I can try something new when I'm constantly criticizing myself yeah. or or I'm I'm so disconnected and fearful that that my loved ones are just you know off in some heaven and they can't be with me and talk to me and hopefully I'll be good enough to earn my way there and prove my worth and yeah. see them someday when I'm dead yeah. And it's like, oh geez. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> like first off, they're not dead. They're yeah. alive. Mm-hmm. You know, they've they transitioned Roman out of or... their body, but they're alive and well. And your love keeps them with you and you with them yeah. forever. Like this And is, as long as you know, we have the intention, you know, that I want to be with them or yes. you know, like I am with you. You know what yes. I mean? Just kind of like understanding like 
there's nothing that can separate, you know? There's nothing that can separate. It turns into kind of like, what can this knowledge turn into? You know, just kind of the understanding. Yes. Our our own fears can make us feel separated. Mm -hmm. And and the lack of the lack of light or the or or the fear can make us feel super separate. And I I wanna I've definitely felt that before and that's super painful. But 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 our when we when we're able to relax and calm down and connect to to the truth and to love, then we can feel them right there with us. Yeah. Sometimes we can hear them, sometimes they can show up in a dream, sometimes and that's the thing too, like our, our society, our, what we're marinated in makes us, what do, what do I want to say? Like our culture, we grow up and, and, off, and like our family culture can make us dis, disconnect from thinking from our own gifts, from our own ways of hearing, feeling, seeing our loved ones or hearing our own divine voice because we, it can be conditioned out of us. It can be, you know, by our own culture saying, oh, that's your imagination. Yeah. Or, oh, no, that's evil. Or, no, only certain people with the, the certain gifts that are kind of sketchy can do that. When it's mm-hmm. like, yo, guess what? We are all, we all mm-hmm. have these abilities. You know, just like we can all sing and dance and yeah. draw. And it just varying degrees of, yeah. of ability there. But it's... And it definitely, like, goes with practice, too. You know, just Absolutely. like we need to practice singing and dancing you know the more yeah. that we do it the more that it becomes kind of like um like a unborn you know like talent you know yeah. and yeah of course there are certain people that are better singing singers right. than other people you right. know right but that can also lead to like they're born with that gift you know yeah, and but absolutely. that doesn't mean that I can be a good singer you know right. what I mean so right and I and and that totally crosses over to to, I don't know what you want to call them, spiritual gifts, psychic gifts. I, I call it our native tongue. I call it our natural. Yes. This, this is our native tongue. What we're speaking right now is not our native tongue. This mm-hmm. is something we've learned on earth and we've been, you know, our brain is, is so adaptable. But our native tongue is spirit to spirit. Communication, yeah. heart to heart. I think it's not even, it's not even getting up and giving you a hug, for example. I right. think it's just right. taking a look at you and seeing and our energies and our yeah. spirits just kind of embracing that energy that's around us and just kind of turning it into a more loving thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, for sure. yeah, for sure. I really enjoy languages, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of communicating with different types of people from different parts of the world, you mm-hmm. know, but just like you say, there's just one language, you know, that we all understand, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when a baby's born, it doesn't understand the language that its parents speaks, you know, yeah. it understands the language of, Hunger, happiness, energy, um, energy, energy, the language of intention, mm-hmm. the language of, of is when my mom changes my diaper, how is she touching me? How is she, you know, is she, is she scared and in a hurry and yanking me yeah. around? The baby feels that. Yeah. And we feel that from each other and we all, we all need to take responsibility for our own energy mm-hmm. and how we show up with each other. Yeah. Which isn't always, that's I love that. easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super. I love it. Anyways, so we started, we were talking about just kind of like understanding energy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, and I know that you mentioned um, when it started and the dreams that you've had and just kind of like more of an experience of how you got into this, mm-hmm. you know, and just like um, I'd like to share just kind of understanding, you know, that there everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't stress Mm -hmm. that enough, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, 
Ivana Vincent. Um, she was on oh, Oprah's Super Soul. Yeah, I love her. And she she said this quote, and I don't know if she said it or if she was um, quoting someone else, but it, she said, had it not happened the way it happened, we don't know that this could have happened. Oh, that's So cool. kind of a tongue twister, you know, but yeah. it's really deep in understanding, you know. Yes. And as I've, you know, when I know that, eight years ago when we first met, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of, I didn't really have this idea or I was nowhere close in understanding, you know, like just kind of, you know, what you were an eight or nine year old. Little boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were the cutest, yeah. cutest little boy. Like, doesn't really understand, you know, like things going on in the yeah. world or what you need, what you want, who you're going to be, you know? Right. So as the years progressed and this COVID quarantine definitely has given me what I could accomplish in the years I've done in this short quarantine time, you know, just kind of an understanding, but it's just made me think, you know, like, why did I meet this person, you know, or why did the Walmart cashier talk to me that way, you know, just kind of give me understanding and kind of why, you know, and asking yourself these whys can be, you know, kind of, for people's minds that wander a lot, you know, it can be kind of, you know, sad and overthinking, you know, yeah. for certain people, you know, but just understanding that the why is more a gift that we, that we have, you yeah. know, just understanding why this happened or why we need it, you know? Yeah. So, and there's so many resources and one of the resources is books for me mm-hmm. that just kind of talk about the gifts that we have, you know, and just kind of, um, the, the author that wrote The Four Agreements, Mm -hmm. he wrote a book called The Voice of Knowledge Mm -hmm. and that just kind of talks about our mind, sorry, our mind just kind of the things that it has and just like how it has a parasite or the serpent, you Mm -hmm. know, or Mm -hmm. it has the the judge, you know, that judges us or the critic, you know, and it's just so many of these things that, you know, it's our mind, you know, it's not really us, you know what I mean? So, what my mind is telling me may not be the same thing that Thomas's divinity is telling me. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So understanding and just kind of canceling that out and being like, you know, once we stop feeding into, he says this in the book, once we stop feeding into lies or once mm-hmm. we stop feeding into the critic, giving yeah. the critic more um, resources, like not really resources, but giving the critic more information, like, mm-hmm you know what, I really am not good looking or I really am not a good singer or I'm not this, I'm not that, I'll never be, you know. Once we stop saying those things and tuning into the divine name I am, it turns into the critic no longer has a job, you know. And once they start canceling out these things, you know, like the judge, the critic, it turns into our divinity kind of turns into our mind, you know, and instead of saying these harshful things, you know, it turns into more of a, how can I grow or Mm -hmm. what am I truly saying or what do I mean or Mm -hmm. how can I listen better, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So that's something that I've just kind of come to wanting to learn more about as well as just kind of understanding. Yeah. Well, me too. Cause that's, that's like a, a constant thing that I'm growing and learning and like, I sit and teach people and like encourage people and to listen, drop out of their head into their heart, listen to the voice that is encouraging 
and positive, gives them simple ideas to follow through with, repeats those loving, simple ideas. Mm -hmm. But I still, you know, being immersed in so much upheaval that's been happening since, like for the past several months, sad, sad, awful, tragic, suffering things on the earth right now. Yes. And, and all this darkness being brought out into the light and seeing the atrocities that we're able to do to each other, to children, mm -hmm. to dis people who are at a disadvantage, to women, to minorities, to, to see some of these horrors has just knocked me into some really sad places. And even into some places where I start being, my, that critical voice in me has risen up and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It, it, it's really asking us all to look at the shadows within ourselves and within the collective and shine the light of love and be compassionate and forgiving to ourselves and to yeah. everyone else and stabilize our energy frequency into those higher frequencies of love and forgiveness right. and compassion and understanding and hope and trying to come from a place of non-judgment towards ourselves and others. And, mm -hmm. and I'm really, really trying to stabilize myself up there. Yeah. I am getting whiplash going <laughs> up and down. These roller coaster moods are like, mm -hmm. they're going to kill me. Yeah. I've got to like, I've got to stabilize, man. Yeah. I cannot keep... I can't cry anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't. I can't cry anymore, and I don't want to be. I don't want to feel like I have to get off this horrible planet. Like I'm here, you know. Yeah, so might as well. Enjoy I, I want to be love, and I want to enjoy this, and I want to be a. I want to add to the the frequency of love on the planet, and not the frequency of sadness and depression. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many. The human, so much potential, mm -hmm. you know, and what we see. Today is, you know, there's people that are loving and do things out of love mm -hmm. and out of compassion for others. But then on the other hand, there's people that do things for, you know, attention mm -hmm. or more power, mm -hmm. fame, mm -hmm. you know, and most of those things result in bad things that we say, you know, or that we see, you know. So each one of us has a potential to either do something useful, mm -hmm. you know, or do something that helps another person mm -hmm. figure out. I think many people have say, said this before, but our purpose is to help other people find their purpose, yeah. you know? Yeah. So we could either be that type of person or we could be quite the opposite and just kind of be, be a critic, but a physical critic mm -hmm. to them, you know? Mm -hmm. So with that comes our mind, I think, and ourselves just asking and just kind of forgiving ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And there's so many, you know, at a young age that I am already, you know, I've come to believe, you know, like I am not a good person, you know? Like, mm -hmm. and I, of course that's crazy to think about, you know, that just like, there's so many, we take so many actions in our life that, you know, define good or bad, yeah. right? Yeah. But with that, it comes with, you know, just, the critic, you know, and just, you know, like, dang it, I shouldn't have treated the person, that person like that yeah. at school, or yeah. I shouldn't have said that to my brother, for example, yeah. you know, or I should have put the phone down and spent time with my mom, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's so many things that we can do to just kind of 
be more present, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and with that comes forgiving ourselves and eventually forgiving others, you know, mm-hmm. since the act of forgiveness is not, is not accepting what you did to me, yeah. but kind of dropping it, letting it go. Yeah. And how can we grow? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So I think that's, I think that's why it's hard for most people I, yeah, to forgive. It is. Yeah, I think so too. And I think we, we, we get born on this planet and there is an overriding belief system already in place, low frequency belief system that we're marinated in and it's one of fear, separation, and unworthiness. Mm-hmm. So you know some people you're out and out taught that you're unworthy you know whether it be through religion or through their family culture or whatever like you're inherently not worthy is is oftentimes what we're taught and you have to there's all these things that are good and bad and you're mostly doing bad things and you better yeah (laughs) so it's hard not to to have your default be I'm not a good person. When, honestly, the more and more I connect to the divine, I don't feel so much of the, you're good, you're bad. It's more of, okay, you had this experience. What did you learn? Right. And I, the human, will judge it as, I made a mistake. I did something bad. And it's like the divine love, when I can connect to that love, I, I will feel like, the, the love come over me asking, what did you learn? And, and we have complete compassion for why you did that. You know, I remember with my little, my little twins, I have my last two were twins, and they're intense, passionate little girls. And one of them just went into a rage. I don't even know what. They're like three-year-old little girls. And one of them was so mad and so I'm helping one little girl in the bathroom wash her hands and the other little twin is like picking up some piece of furniture and she's about to huck it at us. Uh-huh. And so to protect the one twin from the other twin, I had to kind of yank this twin, yank the furniture out of her hands and kind of like slam the door on her. Uh-huh. This was not a pretty sight and it probably didn't feel fun to the one who was trying to throw, huck the furniture at me and the other one. I'm not going to name names because I almost kind of can't remember anyway. They're 13 now. But afterwards, after I got everybody calm, I just crumpled down on the floor and started to cry because I felt so guilty and like a bad mother that I had to, to yank one twin to save the other twin. And I mean, I wasn't trying to hurt them, but I was just, I don't know. It was a hard yeah. situation. And I crumpled and it down happened so I quick too. Start, yes, I started to cry and I started to spiral down into typical, the death spiral of mom guilt. And suddenly I felt my grandmothers, my paternal grandmother, my maternal grandmother. It was as if they were just right beside me. And they said, we have absolute compassion for you. We did these things too. Don't judge us. We don't judge you. Don't judge yourself and just learn. Learn from our mistakes and learn from your own. Learn from this lesson and don't judge yourself. And I mean, I didn't hear them speaking words. This came across as a beautiful, beautiful feelings that I could translate into words. But it was just, I, I really feel like that's what all of our angels are saying to us. 
is, is listen, we made these kinds of, we had these experiences too. Yeah. You're judging that as a mistake. Don't judge us. We're not judging you. We have full compassion as to why you slammed the door on your on your three year old and you know yanked that stool out of her hands before she hucked it at the other two. We have full compassion. You are not a bad mom. Mm-hmm. You're having an experience, and it's a valuable experience, and you're growing. Yeah, and just kind of getting to the understanding in you know what can I learn from this yeah. you know and just yeah. that's huge in our growth and development you know because so many times be like you know what I did this I'm done like yeah. I I can't move on anymore yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do next yeah. you know and we just get kind of lost yeah. in this like one action that we do yeah. can change our entire our entire life yeah. you know and that's why it's important for us to have the mentality of whenever we do something good or bad even, mm-hmm. you know, like, what can we learn? You know? Yeah. I and can don't learn. waste your time on guilt. Yes. Do not... It's almost like cutting your veins open and just letting your blood drain out. It, it's, yeah. it's about as effective as what guilt does, I feel like. Yeah. It does, it does, not, it does not serve us. Yeah. And eventually that guilt turns into shame mm-hmm. and just kind of growing up with that, you know, can be so traumatizing mm-hmm. to... An individual. So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I really like Brene Brown. Me too. And she's awesome in talking about these types of things. Yeah, you know, and just kind her. of how to take a step back and realize, you know, like I was vulnerable at the time, you yeah. know. So, and that's not a bad thing, yeah. as we see from her like studies and what she says about it. You know, that's yeah. not a bad thing. It's just kind of a place that we're stuck in understanding. Okay. Now what do I, what will I do? Yeah, you know? absolutely. So that's why I think it's absolutely. useful for us to know that. Yeah, and I feel like when I got into energy work, the first way I got into it was by going to my friend who who was studying Reiki. I don't know if you remember Michelle Powers. She I do. In that, do you remember yeah. her? Yeah, she has a, yeah. She has some sons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was my friend and she was, she was learning of the healing art of Reiki, which is a very simple hands-on healing system that basically just balances the energies of the body. It's it's a it's a it's just a. Is it similar to like chakras and yeah, stuff like that? Yeah, and it's just a kind of a relaxation technique, and it's really simple. Okay. But she's she's you know has additional gifts that made it made it more powerful. But she was practicing on me, and I was going to her, and a lot of my issues were guilt. Um, judge self-judgment I definitely was having physical health issues but those things cleared up as I stopped being the critic and feeling guilty and feeling unworthy and and as she as she was able to to, to listen and hear uh, the energy around me and the love around me it opened the door for me to hear it for myself it empowered me mm-hmm. and what I really learned is there is no outside authority. There is no guru. You are your own guru. Yes. So at first I was like, oh, Michelle, good thing I have Michelle so I can figure out my life. Wow, mm-hmm. man, now she's got all these special gifts and I, good thing I have her. And it was like, no, good thing you have you. And good thing yeah. y'all have each other, but y'all are equal. And all of you can connect like this. And there is nobody that has your answers but you. 
and we can be a mirror for each other and help each other find our answers and empower each other to find our answers and hold a frequency of love and non-judgment so that we can find our own answers and find ourselves. But there is no outside authority. There is no, there's no somebody that has more, that knows better for us or that, that is, you know, has this like special key to our answers or to God right. or to our own heart. Uh, no, you hold the key to you. I hold the key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it, she really taught me that. And as I received so much help and benefit from her and had, a, had my physical issues resolve and my spiritual and mental and emotional issues resolve, that's when um, I really was like, I got to do this myself. Th- yeah. This is like, this is the bomb, man. I want to, I want to feel connected and I want to help. I want to empower other people to feel connected because I feel like it's, it, it's been a natural thing for me since I was really little to see the best in people. Um, I can see all the other crap too. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. you know, I can get in my <laughs> ego mind where I'm like, Oh, you are the worst. Uh-huh. But I feel like the true me, I can really see the best in people and I can, I can pretty much be friends with anybody and, and, if I surrender to the divine love in me, I can pretty much love anybody and see the best in them. And we won't name names of maybe who I couldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so pretty much that's what I, I'm able to do when I do give people a Reiki session. I'm able to tune into their highest self. I'm able to listen and, and hear their loving guides. And, and it's it's a delicious experience for me. It's as uplifting for me as it is for them. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, most of the time I'm getting as much or more out of it than they are because I have to stay on my A game. I, I've got to, you know, before they come, I make sure I, you got to be in tune. I got to be in tune. I make sure I go running so I can burn off any anger mm-hmm. and, and depression or whatever. I make sure I meditate and journal, set intentions, do, set intentions, pray, however you want to call it, and make sure that my space is is lovely and clear and open. And when they come, mm-hmm. I'm like in a high vibe place. And so it keeps me in a good place. It gives other people an opportunity to, to see themselves more clearly and connect with, with whatever they want to call it. Even, you know, I've had people who don't I've had people from every religious background no religious background atheist mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter if people can it's, it's just available to anybody but that tongue that you say the what did you call it the natural tongue or our native tongue. native our tongue. native tongue is spirit and to spirit that's know? that's what we experience you know i mean yeah. it's not necessarily like yeah you have that power to do it and then of course like it it's from the person like doing it on you you know or whatever it may be, you know, but it's also just that native tongue that we, this is the energy that I'm feeling, you know, like this is the same, these are the same vibrations that I get when my mother gave me a hug when I was sad or same vibrations that I'm getting when like whatever, you know, when you go into nature, yes, you know, when you go into nature, it's, it's tuning into that type of energy. Yeah. And so Reiki for me is that similar. It's like tuning into that that unconditional love that's always around us. Reiki is just a, a Japanese modality meaning divinely guided life force energy. It doesn't have to be Reiki. People who aren't even attuned to Reiki can tune into that divine 
that divine love and guidance because we all have we're all connected to it we're all mm-hmm. we are all that we are that so it's just a matter of clearing enough fear away and enough judgment so that you can we can tune into it and yeah for ourselves and for other people yeah and it's even you know like concrete things that we have in this in this world you know mm-hmm. like the this couch or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the the pavement or the trees or right. you know i mean if we if we look at us, you know, like, uh, and this was said, I believe in a Netflix series talking about this, but like, if we look at us, you know, and we my, microscopically like zoom in and stuff, yeah. you know, like yeah. we see that not only do we have the, what is it called? Molecules, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but we also have like the, the atoms, which also give off energy and yeah. give off those vibrations, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. When we zoom in to, you know, for example, a flower or mm-hmm. something that we feel connected to, you know, and we see those same things, you know, like that's the same thing that I'm seeing on my body, you know, yeah. like that flower is made up of me, you know, and it yeah. just kind of brings you to the same thing. And it could be like you and a pet or like yeah. I mentioned, a plant or uh somebody you know you know and yeah that everything is energy and everything yeah. is vibrating at a certain frequency to be so this couch is vibrating at a lower frequency to be this supposedly solid object which it is not mm-hmm. you know you zoom into the atoms or molecules and it's vibrating all yeah. these little molecules that are it's not solid and there is a level of consciousness i feel in everything yes so there's a level of consciousness so that means everything is alive and there is a level of consciousness and to me everything is love everything is love everything is alive everything is you know you can go into more of the physicist like string theory which i don't know about yeah like just this idea that everything is frequency and everything is you know this is a slower frequency me and you are vibrating at a higher frequency than this couch Mm -hmm. you know and our, our our head our crown chakra is vibrating at a higher frequency than our feet. And that can be measured. That's like, that's why, to me, science and spirituality, they just, they are just, they dovetail together beautifully. Mm-hmm. Beautifully, because it's it's all energy and it's all science and you can, it, it's it, it's enmeshed. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's incredible to believe, you know, that these things like are true, you know, like, and it's just incredible to think about, you know, that, the same, the same energy that's in the sun, you know, the mm-hmm. same molecules that mm-hmm. atoms that are in the sun, you know, are in us, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. in our we environment. Are, we are stardust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we really are. And just kind of understanding also that not only are we on that, you know, different frequencies from things, you know, but it's just kind of, you know, like tuning in to the, those the energies and the yeah. deeper world around us, you know? Yeah. Because I feel we we live, like, in a world with kind of a quick pace type of world, you know, just kind of with the the ideas, you know, like, go to school, um, yeah. wake up, go to school, go yeah. to work, you know, and yeah. just kind of come home and repeat, you know, and yes. just kind of taking a pause and understanding, you know, just... You know, like, I couldn't be doing any of this if it weren't for energy. For, right, for technology and for the modern world we live in. Yeah. So it's like, yay, yay for that, mm-hmm. yay for that. But that modern world also disconnects us from exactly. the natural world and disconnects us from our spirit. It can. It can disconnect us from 
from our from our energy and from our energetic gifts. Uh -huh. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to say earlier, but it was just relating to this type of stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of now I can't I I can't remember, can't you remember know, but <laughs> it's similar, you know, to what we were talking about, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fascinating and I think I think I think the main thing for me is to keep listening to what gives me relief from the fear or relief from kind of the narrative of um, striving and earning and proving and, you know, get to, Thomas, it's all about what you're learning in school and you've got to get good enough grades so you get into this, into the right college mm -hmm. and it's all about, you know, doing, doing, doing instead of to me now it's it's turning into no it's all about being and it's it's all about you already are whole and perfect as you are yeah and you have these opportunities to learn and grow but your worthiness is never in question your your you just you just are liquid love and you have an opportunity to learn and grow and so Follow the flow, mm -hmm. you know, follow the flow, follow what feels natural, follow your curiosity, see what opens up, work with nature instead of against it, work with the powers of the universe instead of against it. And so yeah. there, there is a level of kind of tuning out the, the narrative that is dominant, the dominant narrative and tuning within mm -hmm. to your own authority and your own voice of, of love, your own voice of, of truth yeah and with that goes to you know just like having that voice you know like for example it sounds silly you know but I've been trying to similar similarly how you were talking how you were feeling those um pains and sensations in your foot you know yeah. and you simply talked yeah. to it you talked know to my feet. Uh -huh. it's like talking to the sandals that I'm wearing today, mm -hmm. you know, like, mm -hmm. thank you so much for yeah. providing this for me or oh, yeah. taking a shower, even like, thank you water for oh, cleansing yeah. me or just whatever you're doing, you know, just looking at a person you see and like, thank you. Thank you for this experience that we had, oh, you know, yeah. and experiences are so valuable in one's life, you know, and can either make us or break us, you know, and yes, that kind of creates our entire life our experiences that yes. we have you know so and appreciation and, mm -hmm. and gratefulness from what i have learned and experienced is the most it's the highest frequency it's the most powerful form of allowing you what your desires are to actually physically manifest or to put it in spiritual terms to me it's the purest form of prayer is just simple, gratitude simple appreciation even to your shoes even to I love being home alone, which never happens anymore because yeah. it's COVID stuff. Because I love talking out loud to myself. Uh -huh. And I love, I love taking care of my plants and being like, oh, I love you so much. What do you need? And even saying to my shoes, to my shoes or to my clothes, like, thank you. I love you. I am so grateful that I have you. And yeah. that I feel comfy in these clothes. Or as I'm showering, just everything that you were saying. And it's just like how you're saying how everything has consciousness. Yes. You know, and... And everything responds to love. Yes. So it's like you give appreciation, you They'll get appreciation. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, that, that's like a universal spiritual truth that's in every sacred text. What you yeah. send out, you get back. Yeah. You know, in the Bible, I think it's like 
what bread you put on the water, that bread will return to you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not getting that correct, but you know, whatever you send out, yeah. you receive. And that's, that's the dang truth. So if you can get yourself in a mode where you're like, thank you, glasses, thank you, hat, yeah. thank you, jewelry, thank you to this, this, this little room that we're mm-hmm. in, which I absolutely feel like every building has a, has a spirit and a soul. Definitely. You know, because you have to spiritually create it first in the blueprint and in the... Yeah. And, and Going in with the paper and pencil. <clears throat> yeah. Is simply just a way of... Spiritual creation. This is going to turn into this. This. You know? It's, yeah. It's and crazy. It, it, it has its own... It has its own... Its own essence. And so mm-hmm. every time I do a session in here... I always, well, I really try to remember it, always just to say thank you and to say thank you to the Reiki energy, to say thank you to this room, to say thank you to every object in this room. Like, thank you for for creating the atmosphere in here and yeah. for being a safe, uh, nurturing, calming place for me and for my clients. Yeah. There's a mantra that says, expect nothing but appreciate everything. Ooh, I love that. And I feel that. that's incredible to... You know, just repeat to yourself daily. Oh, you know? yes. Because expectations can be the death of you. Yes. They can be a total source of suffering. Yeah. Because most of our expectations, a lot of our expectations, we get our heart broken about. Yeah. But appreciate everything, expect nothing. Oh, yeah. That's a brilliant mantra. And I mean, like, just having the idea, you know, like, I'm expecting... For example, earlier this summer, um, we were expecting to go on a vacation you yes, know yes. but I mean even that has caused kind of like sadness in our family like For darn sure. we can't go anymore you know what I mean sure. so just expecting when we expect nothing there's nothing that we'll be sad about or yeah. angry yes. you know so but when we appreciate everything yes. that's when the love comes back to you and, and it opens the doors to it allows in really what our heart's desires are I feel like even in better ways that, that we could have never known or created you know I, I I really am trying to see the gifts in this this season of life of this 2020 everything that's mm-hmm. happening with corona and with everything else there's so much there's not just corona but yeah. I've, I've looked at I've tried to look at the gifts that this quarantine has given me and it has given me gifts and opportunities it's it's given me it's given my kids things that they never could have had in any other way that, that I'm grateful for. And I'm grateful, you know, for, I'm just, I'm just, I'm thankful that it's given us more time together as a family. I'm thankful that it's given us more time away from routine, routine and kind of just kind of the numbing aspects of, of the day to day grind. I had no idea the pace I was keeping was tiring me out so much. Yeah. You know, and when things slowed down, I was like, dang, I'm really tired. I am really glad things have slowed down. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad we've just, we're hunkered in and more centered on each other right now. And yeah. That's so, a bit but bad. I had to go through my brokenhearted expectations too, because when we moved into this house, I was like, oh, goody gumdrops. <laughs> Everybody's going to go to school and work, and I'm going to be home alone for six hours in my beautiful new home. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I love being alone. That's why I recharge my battery. And then right. it's like, oh, no, you're not. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. And this is 24-7, baby. You got, like, mm-hmm. people. You got five pets and five kids and a husband. And yeah. <laughs> and it was just, yeah. I've, I'm still getting over my disappointed mm-hmm. expectations on that one. Yeah, but 
I mean, also like the time will come, you know, yeah. and yeah. you'll have your freedom of like yeah. staying home and doing that, you know, and yeah. for example, my time will come to going on that vacation, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. and <clears throat> if it's not for appreciation, I don't think those things can necessarily happen. You I know, agree. like yeah. if I don't appreciate the things around me, how can that trip appreciated does that make sense yeah it makes sense because i i believe we do create our own reality mm-hmm. i really do i feel like we are co-creating our own reality and we're co-creating the divine mystical experiences that we have too we are very much a part of them that's why they feel so incredibly personal yeah and like how could they how could god have known this well you are a part of god and yeah you knew it mm-hmm. you knew what you needed you knew that you had that thought three weeks ago and then you know, somebody repeats it or whatever it is, but yeah. we are co-creating our own reality. And I think if when we're in a state of appreciation, it allows it allows us to be on that higher frequency of flow, and it allows things to come into our creation into our life. You know, it's it's that it feels magical that like oh my gosh, that trip that I wanted to take here we have this wonderful opportunity, or that that house that I wanted to be closer to nature. Oh my goodness, here is a lot that is closer to nature that we can build on, you know? And and I wasn't like I was out pounding the pavement, searching high and low. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. But in my, I spend my time appreciating nature. I spend my time hiking in the mountains. I spend my time loving the trees. And it just, the pathway opened naturally for us to find this lot for us to be able to buy this lot and build a house on this lot that was closer to trees, closer to the pond and the stream and the mountains, <clears throat> you know, and that didn't come because we were working our butts off. <laughs> you know, it, it came because exact- we were appreciating yes, it. And, and lo- I was loving the house that I was in. Mm-hmm. Every day I'd be like, I love you house. I love you so much. And boom, I have an opportunity to build a house that I love even more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Once... <clears throat> Like Oprah would say, like an aha moment, you know, mm-hmm. like instantly you just gave me like an, like the idea of, you know, appreciation is everything, yeah, you know? I and, think it is. I think it's the key. And when we appreciate, that's when new things manifest into our lives, yeah. you know? And yeah. exact that example that you gave of you kind of appreciating nature yes. and your environment, yes. you know, yes. manifested those feelings and those thoughts and those ideas, you know, yeah. that you had, yeah. had manifest, have manifested yeah. into something tangible, yes. you know, and yes, it's incredible to think about, you know, and it is. whatever we do in our life has manifested through our thoughts, our thoughts, our thoughts, which means we have to take responsibility for everything. Mm-hmm. None of us are victims. You know, when I'm working on people and doing a Reiki session, no matter what their experiences have been. So, so say they've been through some traumatic experiences. When I feel that, that, that higher frequency energy of love pour over me, I will even hear the phrase in my mind, have no pity, no pity for them. All of these experiences, they are strong enough. All of these experiences, there's a, a, the highest part of themselves opted into these experiences. Uh, have no pity for them because they're gonna gain wisdom and, and their soul wanted this. Their soul wanted to grow. And this was the way that their soul knew they could grow. And so it it just, we have to take responsibility for all of our experiences and not feel sorry for ourselves and know that nobody's a victim. 
none of it, that me saying that I can apply that to my own life more than I can apply that to other people's lives but that's that's the higher truth that's really hard for me to comprehend fully but that's the higher truth that I tap into when I'm working on people it's like definitely no pity no pity yeah and everybody has the chance to kind of be accountable for what they do Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. with that comes the learning opportunity yeah you know and yeah I love you know that's one of the other great things that we have in this earth in this life you know is to accept change and to kind of understand where we are at and where we want to be you know I've come to you know I growing up and just kind of as the years go by just kind of understanding and this is where I want to be and Mm -hmm. this many years or this is what I want to do you know but at any given moment anything can happen yeah that can change that you know and absolutely definitely you know in the alchemist the book um kind of talks about figuring out his personal legend right the boy's personal legend Uh and you you follow through the series or the book and it's not something that happened he didn't instantly start off the book and he what he wanted to do was this you know Mm -hmm. it took him many trials many many tribulations many like growing areas Mm -hmm. for him to make that you know like this is what I am you know like yeah initially what you are trying to search for down the road can be nowhere near what you achieved Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and you know like for example for me being a lawyer's what I really genuinely want to do you know and just kind of having that you know just opportunity you know like why not me you know so why not me so but then years down the road I can something can happen you know that can change that absolutely because all and I think that's so powerful it is powerful and it helps us not to get too attached to anything Mm -hmm. or to any version of ourselves or to any expectation too hard because all we have is the now and that's where everything happens is in the present moment and we don't know what tomorrow will bring yeah our present is our future right and our our my closest i've had some close friends pass and and i have after they died i i it was imbued in me more this understanding of like uh just do it now whatever this thing is that you're wanting to do do it now whatever it is that you want to enjoy enjoy it now enjoy this moment right here and now because you know your friends didn't think that they were going to die in their 50s they thought they were going to have you know maybe 20 30 more years and and they're gone so you don't know what tomorrow will bring so just express that love to this person right here in front of you now take that opportunity to do that fun thing now you know wear that cute dress now eat that yummy food now because i'm i don't know if you've read um any of eckhart tolle tolle's books Mm -hmm. i don't know how to say his Uh, name if it's tolle is it eckhart tolle i'm pretty sure that's how i say it yeah have you have you read Go ahead, go ahead. So I'm listening to his book, uh, The Power of Now, right now. Oh. Power of Now, right now. <laughs> and it is just recentering me in, in that, that truth that everything mm-hmm. is happening right now. And yeah. that's really all we have. And so when I get myself in anxiety, I'm, I'm too much in the future and it causes suffering. If I'm 
worried about, oh gosh, are they going to cancel school in December? Is there going to be cases of COVID? Yeah. And my kids are back home and oh my gosh. Or in the past, you know, we're feeling regret or depression or resentment about things or people that have hurt me in the past. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not living in the present. When I'm not living in the present, I'm not even really living and I'm not connected to my own power. I'm not connected yeah. to that peace and that I am consciousness, you know? So that that is, dang, man, I'm like loving that book right now. Yeah, he has some other good books, like A New Earth. A New Earth, yeah, I read, yeah, I read that one. years ago. Yeah. But this, I'm really loving listening to his voice talking about the power of now. Yeah, that, that sounds like a really good one. It is. Now is mm-hmm. super, just a word, you know? Even a word, you know, has, when we say something, you know, often, images something into our mind you know and just understanding the seconds passing you know yeah. and just boom new second boom new second yeah. boom new now there's a new now yeah. you know yeah. and just kind of now what you know just yeah. kind of all these certain sayings or phrases you know that we have kind of giving us a more a deeper understanding in now mm-hmm. you know and like you said you know especially you know, dang it, what's going to happen in years to come or Mm -hmm. what am I going to do or what do you think is going to happen or do you think they're going to be healed, you know? But for example, like somebody who is battling with a type of cancer, you Mm -hmm. know, and just kind of, are they going to be alive, you know, like soon or how much longer do I have, you know, but being like, being with them now. Yes. Being please. with them now. Yeah. Enjoy them now. Love them now. Yeah. Why wait when you can do it now? Do it now and come into whatever measure of health you have right now. Mm-hmm. Enjoy whatever measure of health you have right now. Yeah. Trust that you'll have each each moment to moment, you'll have what you need. You'll be you'll be taken care of. And I, and I think that's, yeah, that's something that I really had to to learn the hard way that just stay in the moment because in this moment I have everything I need right now. Yeah. And when I go out into the future and worry if I'm going to be able to handle this or that, the other, it, I don't know. And it's, yeah, I don't know. But right now I, I'm, I'm okay. And I'm going to continue to trust that. Now. I'll continue to <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I really enjoy just kind of, you know, and, going down, you know, like down the line, future years, like spiraling, you often like spiral into thinking different types of stuff, you know, but having the idea of now and just kind of comprehending that can lead you to becoming more in tune with yourself Mm -hmm. when you think of now, Mm -hmm. you know, and now is the time that we need to express more love, express more appreciation, absolutely, express more, uh, like a forgiveness forgiveness yeah. be more wise with our words trying to blame mm-hmm. whose fault is it that corona came or whose fault is it that yeah. that so and so is our president and and who's you know this side and that political party and that political wasting all this energy on blame yeah and you know i i've i've done it i'm not saying yeah I, I'm not, me too i'm not above that of like being like well if they wouldn't have done this and that or you wouldn't have done this or that but just how destructive those frequencies are and if we can come into the into the now and come into looking for the solution instead of trying to blame everybody for the problem mm-hmm. and come into the present moment of 
what can we do right now and what can I do right now for myself right yeah. now to feel relief and know that every time you Thomas do something that is self-loving and that is self-compassionate you are resonating at that frequency and it, it radiates out mm-hmm. just like the sun and it'll affect those around you yeah. and it'll help them be more compassionate and loving and that's all we have control over is ourselves and how we respond to life how we react to life yeah it's because like we and just like people say we can't give what we don't have no you know and no. it's just so if having, you're not giving yourself forgiveness, you can't forgive someone yeah. else. If you're not giving yourself love, you can't really love your kids or your mom mm-hmm. or your parent. You know, however, you can't love them the way yeah. they deserve if you can't love yourself. Yeah. And Dr. Maya Angelou, I think, said, when you get, give. And yeah. when you learn, teach. Yeah, and absolutely. And that's a huge thing in understanding, just kind of helping one another grow, you know, and showing them their purpose. And when you know better, you do better. I think she said that too. Definitely. So forgive yourself for what you didn't know, Mm -hmm. which that that's hard too, because I can look back at the things that I didn't know and the way that I was living and acting and like, how did I not know? Mm -hmm. We (laughs) only know so much. Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know until you know it. Yeah. And you can change, you know, then you can shift out of whatever fear-based living you were doing yeah and with the blame like blaming others you know like everybody like when we blame others you know i mean there's certain there will be groups definitely Mm -hmm. that'll be like oh i'm standing with them because they're right yeah or they're wrong you know but if we break it down i don't think there's anything i think i don't think there's There's no such thing as right or wrong. I agree. Everything to me is perfection. Uh Everything is love, Mm -hmm. um, energy, Mm -hmm. vibrations, Mm -hmm. um, compassion, you know? So when we, we might think that, you know, that's wrong, that's bad, bad, unethical, that's that's horrifying. That's evil. Yeah. Yeah. But for certain people, you know, like for certain people, it might give us a more, you know, like. I might think it's bad, but you might think it's good, you know, and we're never satisfied with each other, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that's why there's so much conflict in the world is because we often think what's good and bad, but just like in the voice of knowledge, the book, he Mm -hmm. says, instead of good and evil, it should be what's the truth and what's not the truth, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're getting, we probably sound crazy saying we don't think there's right or yeah. wrong or good or bad we sound like cuckoo heads but uh, and it's not like I, I understand all these concepts well enough to explain but the, the feelings that I've gotten as I've learned about these different things is it's the human aspect that judges I'm right you're wrong I'm good yeah. you're bad this is good that is bad it's when the everybody, judge saying and yes everybody's perspective has is valid. Mm-hmm. Everybody's experience is valid. Everybody has a reason for what they're doing. And sometimes experiences, I feel like experiences are just experiences. They're opportunities for learning and growth. And it's this, this human fear-based part of us that loves to be the judge and loves to label ourselves and others as good or bad. Or <clears throat> Definitely, absolutely, there's love and there's fear. That, that to me is what it's boiled down to. There's love 
and there's fear. Mm -hmm. So when people do atrocious things, <clears throat> abusive, destructive things, it instills there is, fear. Right, and it's because it's coming from a lack of love. love. It's coming from a lack of light, and th but but within every single person, there is this this light. It can just get covered up by fear, and so. Yeah, yeah, I think the more we wake our own selves up into more love, compassion, forgiveness, light, awakening, it has an effect on the whole because we are one. So it reverberates into the whole. We're, you know, think of like we're leaves on a tree mm -hmm. and, or we're, you know, drops in the ocean, but we're all the ocean. And so. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Just kind of, I don't know, like to kind of say, you know, like there's so many things that rules or guidelines, you know, that we should follow or necessarily like do or what we shouldn't do, you know, but just the one thing that I think anybody can pretty much emphasize or say is to do things with love. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that's totally our main, whatever you do, have it come from love. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So and much. That's not saying I don't think there's one person that does everything with love, you know, no, like there's no. people that make mistakes. Definitely. You know, right. like sit, like being young with like siblings, you know, of yeah. course I'm not going to let him, for example, not going to let him wear this because of love. Like fine, you can wear, you know what right, I mean? Right. Be a doormat or have yeah. no boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We all need to have boundaries, but it's just kind of, and I definitely, as the years prog progress, gaining love from experiences mm -hmm. are what's going to make us give it back experience is the only teacher like it's it's mm -hmm. wonderful to like talk and we can help each other along the way but until we really experience something we we don't know that's when we know, we know. which which is why we're here having the experience man we are mm -hmm. here having an experience and that's that's the only way to yeah to learn and i to me i feel like we're, we're just here to learn we're just here to learn there is not one way there's not some exacting the only exacting thing about it is let go of fear and allow yourself to be the love that you are maybe the only exacting thing would be forgiveness we all need to forgive to actually you know ascend and rise up but there is mm -hmm. no there is no one way there is no one way to find your way through this life there is no way to learn certain things like it's just we're all here having our own really unique yeah. customized Game experience. Yeah. And I think the year, like the world, you know, since the creation or ever since the first people on this mm -hmm. world, you know, it's been so like by the book, mm -hmm. you know, like, and like you were mentioning, you know, like there's no, there's no specific way to fulfill our life. You know, like mm -hmm. it's right. up to us how we do it. You know, yeah. I think, and it's going to be unique to each person. Nobody can say what you need to do, what you don't need to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's going to be up to you for you to define. Right. Did I, did I do it good? You know, like, yeah. did I mess up? It was my only chance. Like, what did I do wrong? You know what I mean? What do I really want? What do I really need? Yeah. It's going to be, come, those answers are going to only come from within you. Yeah. 
yeah, the person you looking you're looking for is you. The hero you're looking for is you. Mm-hmm. It's you. It's you. And for sure, we are mirrors for each other. And for sure, we we can we can help each other wake up, and we can help help each other, empower each other, and encourage mm-hmm. each other for sure. For sure, but but only you. Nobody can do it for you. Nobody can you. take those steps for you. You have to do it, and you have to learn it. And and it's it's. It's a relief. It's a relief when you finally know that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Just, I love it just to, like, understand that we are in total control, mm-hmm. you know? And nobody can, and of course, like, people are going to be telling us what to do and what not to do and what the, uh, how am I, like, what the what the picture is, you know, like mm-hmm. this is how you need to be, mm-hmm. you know, or, mm-hmm. and we often see that in certain types of, um, groups and, um, societies, religions, mm-hmm. you know, like here's the way, this is the step one a. and only way, yeah. you know, here's step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve billion. And you're going to be happy. Yeah. But you got to do it just like this. Mm-hmm. And, if not, you know, whether it be your mom, your dad, your, your, church your school whatever saying here's yeah here's the prescribed script follow it you'll be happy yeah well uh, yeah and it's <laughs> we are our own writers we're yeah. our own yeah, yeah we make our own rules i we think we make the path like yeah alice in wonderland <laughs> mm-hmm. i make the path <laughs> and we really are we're, we're making our own our and of path. course that sounds like rebelous you know like psh, i make my own path you know but mm-hmm. We've grown up in this illusion, you know, mm-hmm. that people should make political leaders, um, yes. teachers, yes. Um, certain religious leaders should yeah. make the way for us. They know the way. They yes. know the way. Yeah. But in reality, I think it's up to us how we achieve that, you uh, know? Uh, absolutely. Because, of course, there's a plan, not a plan, but like there's point A and point B, mm-hmm. you know, but... For example, B is, for example, where we want to be, mm-hmm. um, but you need to take, you need to go right, and then you need to go left, and then you yeah. need to go this way and this way, you know, and this is what you need to do. But in reality, I mean, as long as we want to achieve that place, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't think there's a right or way, right or wrong way to do it. No, you know? there's, there's, how many people are on this planet? There's a billion ways through mm-hmm. this life, and, and I think... I don't think we can get out of certain lessons, but I think it's it's a process of returning to love, remembering love, unveiling who we really are, uh, revealing who we really are, remembering and and kind of waking up out of the trance of the illusion and the fear. But the you know the illusion has value. It's it's a valuable and could be a delicious experience mm-hmm. to learn things and remember things one little delicious bite at a time. So this illusion, it's a valuable illusion. It's it's an absolutely soul expansive mm-hmm. school. Yes. So so you know. Yeah. I I I want I want more delicious bites of that remembering and more magical moments of manifesting something that I wanted, whether it be a fun inter- interaction like this. Because honestly, Thomas, just just right before you called me, I was speaking out loud. I want to do another podcast. I think that's fun. I want to manifest another podcast yeah. and I want to have fun doing it. And, you know, you messaged me, you know, like maybe a week later. Uh-huh. And so. Super fun. Yeah. yeah. It is fun. And, and that's from moment to moment, we we can manifest these delicious things. We, we can't 
you know, eat all the yummy food we're ever going to eat for the rest of our life right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after this podcast, we might have a yummy piece of chocolate and a glass, a, a little mug of peppermint tea and, mm, yeah, that was fun. And then have a cozy, cozy sleep and just, just one, I, I really, I, one day I was, I was, it was when I was singing and recording and writing songs that I was stressing myself out because I'm a perfectionist yeah. and I'm really self-critical. And so I was just like freaking out. And I, one of my spirit guides is, is my mom's brother, my uncle Gary. And as I'm driving, he was like, this is supposed to be fun. I, that, that phrase came into my mind just loud and clear and I could feel that it was him. And I'm like, well, I'm serious. I, I need help then. I'm serious about needing help about having fun about this. And then I just heard my own absurdity as he's saying, this is supposed to be fun. And then I'm saying, well, I'm serious. I need help with having fun. And it's just <laughs> hearing how, how absurd that is. Like, uh-huh. And I really feel like that applies to life. Like this life is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be enjoyable. It's not supposed to be this, this suffering, horrible, fearful trial after trial yes you better prove yourself and earn it and maybe you're gonna make it but probably not and you're pretty much bad anyway and just kind of a a lot of the crap that a lot of us get get indoctrinated with Mm -hmm. through our life's experiences and it's like oh man i don't know i hope i'm i hope i'm teaching my kids that i don't know if i am because you know i'm still entrenched in some of those ideas yeah I hope that not only are we, for you, like, teaching your kids, you know, but as, you know, like, our experiences that we've had, which help other people, which hopefully will help other people, you know, just kind of understanding. You know, I think the main, the main thing that we need to be shaken by or waking up by Mm -hmm. is understanding I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. On this earth, which only lasts for, who knows, 70, 80 years. Yeah. I have that amount of time to grow up, learn things. And I think one of the, I feel like the main thing that we need to learn is this idea, you know, that we, we're a, and I don't know how to explain it, you know, but I think the, the most important thing that we need to learn is that we are, we are energy. Yeah. We are people. Yeah. We right. can make mistakes. Yeah. We are naturally loving. Yeah. And I think that's one of the main things that we need to learn. Yeah. So, and that our earth I don't know how I explain yeah. that. But. Well, you know, that we're energy having a human experience. We're, we're energy and love right now in these, these human bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's... But, yeah, to give each other love and compassion and heighten that on the planet right now is yeah. what I was what I want me as well what I want yeah just kind of been like seeking out more like information you know just like other people's experiences you know that yeah. just kind of helped with mine you know and I remember even before like I started getting into more of this type of stuff mm-hmm. you know just kind of being more indulged into it you know I remember listening to the woke with Wesley podcast yeah. you did with her and amazing and I couldn't record it like I couldn't like play it back enough you know I just (laughs) loved every single like moment that you guys were talking about your own experiences you know just kind of you know as long as and I remember you mentioning you know like sometimes 
um, people think you're crazy, you know, and just yeah. like, I mean, there's certain like things that we do, you know, that people are like, really, that works, you know? Yeah. But I mean, it's just kind of like, they don't believe it until yeah. they experience, experience it. it. And that's the great thing is that they can, they can be skeptical and that's great. They can have, they can not believe it and that's fine. They have that mm-hmm. right. And that's whatever. That's cool. I think one of the most liberating things though, is to finally realize, Oh, I don't care what they think of me or, Oh, it's not my job to please everybody. Mm-hmm. I think it took me till I was like 40 to finally realize Oh, I don't have to please my parents. I don't have to please my husband. I need to please this inner divine love, this inner voice. I need to please me. I'm responsible for me and my own gifts, and I only have control over me. Mm-hmm. And it's my job to answer to myself. Can I live with myself? So even if my own parents or my own husband misunderstand me or disapprove of me, that's not my responsibility, and it's not my job to earn that approval. It's not, I mean, it's lovely when they do. I want my parents to be proud of me. I want my husband to be proud of me. But when they don't understand me, do I understand me? Mm-hmm. When they can't live with me, can I live with me? I like that's, that. That's who I have. That's who I'm with all the time. Mm-hmm. I have to live in my own head. And, and it's absolutely freeing when you finally realize, I don't care what so-and-so thinks of me anymore. They can think whatever they want. They can think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not. You know, they can think that I'm yeah. whatever, but... People just make, you know, and differs from people to people, but they often judge, you know, and just make that one assumption, you know. They, of course, everybody has their own story. Yeah, you know, for and, sure. And their story is their truth, and that's valid yeah, but perspective. Yeah, but the next-door neighbor can be the... In my story, the next door neighbor could be a a character that I fight with or that mm-hmm. I don't like, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, like we... And that's how they have to be, you know, in our story. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to... And just like the same thing for parents, you know? Like parents often... And I'll bet I'll experience this, you know? But we often want our child to be a certain way, not yeah. to do this, you know? Like to be do these certain things, you know, that's how we as, I shouldn't say we as parents, but like, that's how most parents and, um, kind of like envision their children, you know, like as a, as a character in their story, you know, like this is how you should be. This is what I want for you. Mm -hmm. This is how you're going to be happy. And with that comes with them, like making you do certain things, you know, like them, um, emphasizing certain things, you know, and, and we see this in, like different types of people's experiences, you know, like my mother, for example, wanted me to be a certain way, but I didn't want to be that way. So that ended up in certain, like in sadness for me and depression and anxiety, you know, and, and it just kind of be like, you know, tuning it out. Like, yeah, of course have your own story, you know, like all these books essentially are, reading to you, you know, but the, the only thing that matters is the book that you're reading, you know? Yeah. And nobody, you can't, you can't be what somebody wants you to be. Yeah. You can, but then you'll probably want to die. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead and try. I mean, I've tried, Mm -hmm. I've tried to be what people want me to be. I've tried to, you know, and it, oh, absolutely. Anxiety, depression, fear, misunderstanding. It's not, it's no way to live. Now answer me this. 
when you when you drop those things, you definitely felt um, more open and free, right? Absolutely. Yeah. After you push yeah. through the fear, I mean, after you push through and you come to a place where you're like, okay, I can accept somebody thinking ill of me more than I can accept me being miserable and me uh -huh. feeling like I have to to hide myself and cloak myself and play a role and play a character of, of you know, maybe it worked for me before, but it no, that no longer works for me. That old version of me or those old ideas, those paradigms no longer work for me. Yeah. Just like, you know, we grow out of clothes, you grow out of paradigms, just like we grow out of clothes. We grow out of like this need to please our parents yes. or this need to be understood all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, it, thank God we grow out mm -hmm. of those things because those things make us a shadow of, of who we really are. Exactly. I mean, think of like, think of the great talents and the great artists and the great scientists. They were all considered crazy and they're all considered yeah. like, oh, that's immoral what they're doing, how she's singing, how he's dancing. And then it's like, wow, that's, that's true life force, divine joy channeling through their body. Yeah. It's the own unique signature that is them that nobody else can imitate. Nobody else can be but them. Nobody mm -hmm. else can be you but you. Nobody else can be me but me. And yeah. it's like, strip off the fear, strip off the cultural conditioning so that we can can really be our true divine essence. And that's what I'm wanting to manifest every day. I mean, that's what I say to myself is I want to be the most authentic version of myself every day. I want to be the most divinely infused human being that I can possibly be. Mm -hmm. So I want to channel more joy, more creativity. And I, I'm nowhere near close to, yeah. to what I want. You and know? it's definitely like a practice that we need to not only set up as like setting it up as a chore, you know, can also be that, you know, like today I'm going to work on this, you know, that yeah. way I gain yeah. more of this, but just consciously like understanding the, the ideas and just kind of the, the pr progression of us becoming more creative more or conscious, becoming, more creative, yeah. yeah. So, and becoming or naturally authentic, authentic, you know, but in yeah. society we grow up unauthentic, if that's the right word. Um, and that's when we need to shift that, you know, yeah. like to be yeah. authentic. So yeah, well, we're told to be, you know, this is who you are. This is your role. This is what you need to do. And, and as children, we need to, for survival, we need to, we, we need to please our parents. We mm -hmm. want to, we're taught to please our parents. It's, we're conditioned to do that. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. And, and we're taught rules of society and rules of the family, but, but there is, there comes a natural part of our maturing process called differentiation where we start to differentiate from our parents and it's not because we're rejecting our parents or re we differentiate from our culture, from our, 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 our country of origin or our religious culture, or our community culture. We start to differentiate and have our own perspective and our own experience and we have the courage to stand in our own truth and in our own perspective and own that. And, and so differentiation can be a real scary thing for like even a really close-knit family or a really strict religion, mm -hmm. that differentiation can feel very threatening. It can feel like the child is falling from grace. The child is disappointing the parents' expectations. You know, your mother is like, what? No, I didn't want you to be an attorney. I wanted you to do this. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to wear those clothes. I want you to wear these clothes. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it can, it can feel scary, but yeah, it's a natural part of human development. Yeah. Super. I'm just kind of, Having the understa understanding, you know, because, I mean, 
in somebody's life where we are um, kind of like a, a leader to them, you know, like they look up to us, mm-hmm. you know, but kind of understanding that of how we can really um, like don't let that get in the way, you know, like yeah. of course you may look up to me, you know, and I may yeah. tell you what to do, what not to do, but yeah. just let's grow apart from that. Yeah. Grow as you want to be. Yes. And no matter that. Because yes. all that matters is you. Yes, yes. Don't don't give don't give your happiness away to please somebody else. Don't give your authority away to think, oh, you know better for me than I know better. Like, yeah, it, it is and, and really what I try to do with energy work is really help people tune into their own truth, their own voice, their own power, and connect them back to that source of power and love mm-hmm. that's within them. It's not, it's not outside of us. It's not outside of us. It's not in some building. It's not in some person who's so smart. It's not in, in any book. I mean, definitely yeah. those books can reflect back to us. People can reflect back to us our own, our own divine inner truth. But yeah. it's, it's within us, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, Jesus saying the kingdom of God is within is is absolutely true you know and even the alchemist he searches and goes on this long journey he pretty much goes in a circle and comes back to himself oh, himself it was within yeah. me all the time yeah it was right here in my home and in, in me all the time yeah what we know best yeah. yeah yeah anyways i really enjoyed talking about these this type of stuff and i Thanks. loved having this conversation with you and just kind of you know having this flow of our vibes, you know, our yeah. vibrations. Yeah, thank you. And me too, me too. Yeah, I I just um, hope that anybody listening or, you know, like Kristen, super love her and just what she does and how she inspires people is just amazing. Oh. And as well as, you know, just trying to educate people on why this is important and yeah. what we need to be doing. So yeah. I think we covered so many useful things you know that will help me especially for day-to-day challenges and stuff that i can use this type of information yeah me too i'm using it day-to-day me too (laughs) thank you so much yeah well thank you and um i hope that everybody listening is staying safe and healthy and thanks for listening